1: I got the pleasure today of interviewing Nils Vium. Nils Vium is one of the leading experts in Denmark when it comes to personal performance. He is an extremely pleasant person to be around. He is one that always gets people to smile. And then he knows a ton of stuff about this stuff. He's been talking to more than 100 people in Denmark, the leading experts about this stuff. And managed to actually get them to laugh and have fun and open up about the secrets that you don't normally hear from these people. So I am super excited and really happy and proud to have uh, Nils in today. So uh, Nils, thank you so much for joining. Thank you so much. my pleasure to be here. So we met each other a few times before and discussed some of this stuff. That's why I really am happy to get you in because it's always fun to discuss this kind of stuff with you. But will you just start off explaining like how did you get started in this field? Yes, certainly. Uh, thank you so much again for the great introduction. I'm very flattered about
2: that. Uh, it sounds uh, pretty amazing when you say it like that. Um, so, how did I get into this? Uh, well, it started... I was in high school, hmm? or what we call it in Denmark, gymnasium, uh, which is pretty much like high school, the same level of education, um, where I started to play lots of computer video games. Uh, actually, it was just one game called StarCraft Two where I uh, began to, to play this for more than just fun, started practicing practice that a lot and became really good at it actually. So I ended up playing tournaments around Europe, uh, contracting with, a, with, a, with an organization and everything. And then I found out that if I wanted to be the best, I needed to focus my, uh, I needed to put my focus elsewhere than just in the game and just in the practice. And I, I found out how much it mattered, how I slept, what I ate, and how much I exercised in order to be on top of my game when I was about to perform in front of a lot of people on a stage, for example.
1: And how do you the, come to that conclusion? Like,
2: Yeah, great question. Um, I don't know. Uh, I guess I just, I listened to some podcasts actually about this stuff. And then I figured out, whoa, it, it's really connected. The brain and the body, uh, it's really connected. So if you want to perform at a high level, you just need to sleep better. Uh, you need to, to focus on what you eat, uh, how you exercise. And also, if you understand a lot of the complex psychology theories about this, then it's easier to, to be able to perform uh, in the, in the present moment of a, of a huge tournament, for example. Cool.
1: So where did that lead you to? Where are you today?
2: Yeah. Great question. I began um, doing some public speaking around schools because I was still in high school myself and I found out that all this gaming stuff was also connected uh, to, uh, to, to being at school and trying to learn new stuff. And trying to have a... Because it's also a lot about your energy levels. And in high school, all of my uh, co-students, uh, they were all very exhausted during the, the high school. <laughs> uh, so they were all just demotivated, sitting in class, not really doing anything except being on Facebook. And then I figured that because I was like that too in a very long period but i found out what it what it did to my mentality mm-hmm. to get focus on on exercise uh, the right uh, the right things to eat and stuff like that and so that also helped me be more energized and more focused in the school and also to help me learn information much faster so that's how i get to speak about that around uh, high schools in denmark and then i got to, uh, onto the university where i started speaking to universities about this and now i'm 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 a consultant uh, who speaks to companies about this because it's all the same thing. It's really about when you know uh, what you need to do in order to perform, when focusing on men- mental performance and personal effectiveness, that's going to help you through all kinds of aspects of life. Mm. How.
1: Cool. So I've listened to your podcast and it changed some of my routines at least. So I started... Uh, doing a green smoothie in the morning. <laughs> so, you talk to so many smart people that are doing different things. What are some of the stuff that really excites you today? Well, actually, uh, one of the best podcasts I did was with UMass.
2: <laughs> Don't forget it. I'm very <laughs> sure it was episode number 20, Yeah. and you were riding a car in Australia. So, doing it all through the cell phone. It wasn't the best quality, uh, sound quality, but it was uh, absolutely inspiring uh, to talk to you about uh, this kind of stuff too. Um, but yeah, there are so many things uh, to, to gather when you speak to like all these experts in the field, all these people who have come to some level of success in their lives. What is it that they do in their everyday life to perform at the highest level? What is it that they do in order to also have this balance between their private life and the professional life? Because when it comes down to it, it's about having more life quality. Mm. Instead of just, in the beginning, I was kind of focused on what do you need to do to get most out of the 24 hours of the day? But now it's also lo- a lot more about the all, the entire balance between these things. Uh, but uh, yeah, ending up with this, but how do I get the most out of life? How can I still be present? And how can I still have some energy left when I get home from work to the people that I actually love to, in order to be present <laughs> with them? Yeah. So, um, but one of the things that I've really been, uh, been inspired about, that's also uh, the episode that you were inspired about to drink the green juice, actually, uh, from Nibel & Malky, that was a truly inspiring person. Um, and I also was very motivated by these people to um, to get a, a, a specific morning routine. So there's a specific morning routine that I follow today, which is starting out with a morning walk. Yeah. As soon as I get out of bed, I get outside and go
1: for a morning walk, just 20 minutes. And what about your phone? Have you looked at that before? No, no, actually not.
2: Uh, it's on flying mode during the night. Yeah. And so uh, it's my alarm clock is actually there. So yes, I, I press the stop button. Yeah but I don't get any information because it's on fly mode. So I don't get anything. I just leave it there, go out for a walk without the phone. Mm -hmm. Usually, sometimes I bring it because sometimes I actually like to listen to some music. Yeah. Or something like that, podcast maybe. But then, yeah, I just go for the the morning walk there and I come back and then I meditate. And actually, usually I've been making the green juice on on forehead. So I can bring that the morning walk. <laughs> cool. this, this begins to sound like I'm a, I'm a complete freak <laughs> but that's the usual response I get. But that's fine because because I care about these kind of things and it yeah. kind of works for me. Yeah. So that's my morning routine. That's one of the...
1: How long do you walk? Do you always walk the same? Uh, uh, it's a little bit different from time to
2: time and um, also depending on the weather. If It's very rainy. I don't walk as far. Yeah, it's kind of like
1: 15 to 20 minutes usually. Mm. So also the recommended of getting up early in the morning, get the 20 minutes of sun for yeah. better sleep in the evening. Yes, because there are a lot of different
2: factors going on here. Yeah, I love you Ask me about this because I'm very into the, the nerdy uh, evidence-based stuff about this from the research that's been made over the last 10, 20 years. Um, and one of the things that are key here is that when you get outside in the morning, you produce a, a certain hormone called cortisol, which is actually a stress hormone, but it's a very healthy hormone during the day, if you don't produce too much of it. Because mm-hmm. what it does, is it gives you a lot of energy um, and it also helps you to become motivated uh, for the daily tasks and challenges that lies ahead of the day. And what this also does, is, if you go get this uh, cortisol production in the morning, then it will help you sleep better at night because then you won't produce all these stress hormones at night. Yeah, You will instead produce melatonin, which is the opposite hormone. It's a sleep hormone that will help you become more naturally tired in the evening hours so that's also what it does in the morning it gives you more energy in the morning and the better sleep at night
1: yeah cool so 20 minutes walk then yeah. better meditate and back and meditate yeah how long do you meditate for? just 10 minutes okay I use the headspace app yeah mm-hmm. cool and that works for you? it works perfect really,
2: you can't really fail that's the no. <laughs> about meditation you can't really fail it it's just like even though your, your thoughts are flying and you're not very good at coming back to the breath or whatever, yeah. then you can't really say that you have failed because that's just a part of it. Yeah. So that's what I, why I like to also uh, talk about this tool. Yeah. Because nobody can really... People are like, well, I don't know how to meditate and I'm very bad at holding the focus and concentrating about it. But uh, that's no problem at all if you just accept that you can't fail at it. It's just the easiest thing to do. Just have to sit down quiet for 10 minutes, doing some breathing, focusing on uh, your body, how it feels. That's that's, that's my goal every time. It's just to feel how does my body feel. I need to do that every time. And that alone will make me much more uh, self-conscious during the day uh, and increase my self-consciousness overall, which is very good uh, for me also in times where you get so much information, all these different stimuli during the day it's very nice to know how your body feels at least in the beginning of the day
1: yeah cool and what happens after that
2: Uh, well then i usually start uh, start working uh, actually very early in the morning at
1: home or do you go to work first
2: that's different Uh, sometimes i I, we 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 have a consultancy firm where it's a little bit different if we are at the uh, office or out with the customers of course out, out in the organization helping them but for me i still uh, do a lot of stuff at home or at the office but it depends whether i need to do a podcast that day or not and what else i also still in my studies at cbs Copenhagen business school and um, so there's a lot of stuff there about the logistics but it's often oftentimes I'm at home and uh, doing some work there um yeah so that's how that's how it pretty much starts and then just get into a nice rhythm with the work
1: during the day yeah and that green smoothie, I think we got to know what's in that.
2: <laughs> what's in the green smoothie? That's a great question. Uh, maybe we can actually, in the show notes, link yeah. to uh, the, the recipe itself. But, but yeah, there's a lot of stuff in there that's really good. with All the right vitamins and minerals and, and antioxidants that you need for the day in your life. Because people sometimes, they, they think that that, well, if I get the right minerals today, then I won't get sick today or something like that. But actually, minerals and vitamins are stored in the body. For a longer period of time, so it's not just something you do for one day and then it's just all fixed. And then you you can't really listen and feel it the, the one day, but uh, you will be able to feel it over a longer period of time if you do this uh, regularly. Yeah. But the but some of the things that are in it is spinach, uh, kale, uh, lemon, apples, uh, avocado as well, and uh, cucumber and celery. Yeah. That's some of the main ingredients, which is awesome. You can also supplement with some chili. Actually. Yeah. Or mint or stuff like that. Um,
1: yeah. I actually made that this morning. Without okay. the mint? Without the mint. And then I added some spirulina as well. Yeah, what's that? So there's this powder. It's kinda of, it tastes really horrible. Okay, <laughs> so, so yeah. from Metro. yeah, yeah. yeah. What is it yeah. So it's more, I think, kind of seaweed-ish. Oh, like that. So, but it doesn't taste well. So you want to make sure you don't put too much of it in. Yeah, and uh, some chia as well. Some chia. Yeah, so I nice. put that in, and it's uh, yeah, it works well for me at least. Crazy. Sometimes when I want to treat myself, I put a bit of a banana in as well. Yeah. To give a better yes. taste, or some blueberries, sometimes yeah. some of strawberries as well. <laughs> uh, the
2: one that we got this recipe from Nikolai,
1: money that he uses no
2: uh, fructose at all, so no sugar at all from this. So he's only vegetables.
1: Yeah. And that's very hard for <laughs> <to call> because <laughs> that tastes horrible. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, yeah, he doesn't even have the apple
2: in, right? No, no, <laughs> no apples, no <laughs> know nothing. Yeah, that's just like yeah, crazy.
1: Cool. <laughs> yeah i like i like my few fruits in as well yeah me too so what other stuff do you uh, do you look at in regards to this productivity and yeah great question and um, well actually we can just move on from the morning routine then because yep. i like to
2: use a certain technique yeah. when i when i want to produce as much as possible i mean there is sometimes when you just need to, need to do creativity work that is not sure that this is the best technique to do that but when you just need you know what you need to do and you need to do it as uh, maybe as detailed as possible but also as fast as possible so you have you need to have a high quality of work done but you need you know what you need to do then you can use this technique called uh, pomodoro technique mm-hmm. you heard about it yeah minutes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly so the people who don't know about it who are listening to this right now and um, the main principle is that you need to work in intervals of different times. So you can use, uh, for instance, 25 minutes and then with a five minute break, and then 25 minutes again, and then do that four times where you just, after that do like 15 to 20 minutes break. So that's it, but there are two things that are very important here. The first thing, you cannot get interrupted while you work uh, in the 25 minutes period which means that you need to uh, just shut off everything on your phone, on your uh, computer, any emails may not pop in because it will distract you. Because the whole point about this is to get in the flow state where you can just produce so much work in a short period of time and you forget about time and space while you do it. So that's the, that's the rule number one. The rule number two is that you can only work on one task. So you cannot shift between tasks. You You decide, okay, I'm gonna work on this and maybe it's a complex uh, project or something like that, because when you get into the flow state, it's much easier also to solve complex problems. And uh, the next thing is about the break on five, in five minutes, where you also have the opportunity to solve the complex problem while you don't work at it. Mm. That's why you take five-minute breaks every 25 minutes. is because there is a period here called the incubation phase. Mm. And that's uh, what happens in the brain when you unconsciously uh, start to solve the problem. Or get the best idea for the next thing, and whatever you, it might be, uh, it's different from types of work. But that's the the most amazing thing about this technique is that when you, you you know maybe you've tried it before, maybe you guys are listening right now have tried this thing where you're working on a difficult task, and then you all of a sudden you need to pee or whatever you need to get out, and then when you come back, it's much easier to solve the problem. And that's exactly what happens there in the brain.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I took a course actually from uh, one of the universities in San Diego about how you learn. And it talks about the two different states of the mind um, and the brain that works that you have focused and then you have diffused that actually solve problems. That's why a lot of people that run, there's often when they solve big problems or like when you're doing something else because it's different part of the brain that solves the problem. Yeah, exactly. So how do you do Do you have an alarm or like what do you do for those Mm -hmm. 25 minutes? Yeah, Uh, in order to
2: structure this, um, I use a tool called Noisly. But that's just a tool for uh, making uh, different uh, sounds yeah. while I work so that I won't get distracted from outside the noises. So if you're in a in an office, an open space, office for example, yeah. then you need to put out some headphones if you need to focus on this task. So I listen to rain, rain noises actually. So yeah. it's just
1: rain. <laughs> you love the rain. <laughs> I love rain. Good yeah. you're living in Denmark. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> but uh, I hate being outside in the rain, but I love to be inside while it rains outside. So that's why I love the sound. And, uh, but it's I don't know. It's just it's just my thing now. That's what I my brain knows that when I'm listening to rain sounds, I'm gonna be in the flow state immediately. Yeah. So that's how it works. There are also a lot of theories from psychology about this, called um, oh, what is it, neuro. Uh, something about neuro where it can recognize neuro-recognition or something like that where it can recognize, okay, I'm listening to the sound right now and then I need to do this. Just like you you don't do anything else in your bed but uh, sleep and have sex because then your brain knows that's what it needs to do when it's there. If you work in your bed, then your brain gets completely confused when you're laying down trying to sleep maybe because it it, it thinks maybe you're about to work right now. There's completely different brain waves that are activated when you work than when you sleep. But um, you asked me, how do I uh, structure the time? I put on this this rainy sound, but I also just use a timer, uh, a timer program on the Mac. Um, I guess I just Googled timer one day, <laughs> and instead of using an online one that gets confused sometimes with the internet connection, then I just downloaded the program and said it's 25 minutes, and then it makes a sound when it's done. Yep. And then I know I need to leave the task at that point because the number one thing, people do when they do this is that they continue to work after 20, my, uh, 20 minutes, 25 minutes has passed because they are in the flow state and then they don't want to go off the task because they think, I will ne- never get back to the flow state because they're, they're so unfamiliar being in the flow state because we get, you know, masked by information yeah. in daily lives. So that's why, uh, but the point is you need to leave the, the, even get up the chair from where you work. That's also a great way to do it. Do something else, do 10 push-ups, get a cup of water, get a cup of coffee, talk to a colleague for one second, uh, do anything else but work on the task after 25 minutes, because then when you get back, you know exactly what you need to do next, and then you'll get into the flow state immediately. Yeah.
1: Cool. So how many sessions do you run in a day like that?
2: Yeah, good question. Again, that I don't have two very uh, two days that are very similar, no. uh, but... Uh, because I, I go to school, use private, do podcasts, everything. Um, so usually if I have a day that can be productive all day at home, then I can get through like 10 to 12 of these promodores of 25 minutes, actually. Yeah. That's good. Then I can u- do a lot of work. I promise you, people who are listening right now, if you're usually using five hours to a certain task, then maybe it's only going to be half of that, like two and a half, if you do this technique. I promise you will you will be really surprised how much you can do in a short time this thing.
1: Cool. Well, <laughs> I definitely have to try it out. Again. Yeah, I have one of my colleagues who also does it. So okay. he prefers to work at home in the morning, and then he runs these sessions. Yeah, Get up, brilliant. move. Also, a good excuse to actually move during the day brilliant. instead of staying still for so long. So he does some some kind of movement for those five minutes. Perfect. Cool. Any other routines as the day progress? um
2: no not as much i i like even though i i interviewed like 70 to 90 different people uh, about this stuff i also think it's really important that you simplify your life so you don't use too many random tools uh working methods stuff like that um i can talk a little bit about how i structure the tasks that i do have because uh, that's not like a routine such but it's um it's very effective for me to have a certain calendar, a certain notes program, program for, for taking notes of all sorts, and then a to-do uh, tool. Mm-hmm. And that's just called a to-do list. And then yep. I use the standard outlook calendar uh, outlook calendar and um, and evernote as a note program. And those few things are what I need in order to structure everything. So the point is. That many people go around and they they think they remember stuff. They think they can remember everything they need to do, but then all of a sudden they just forgot about it. And the the the, the worst thing about that is that you can't remember what you have forgotten. Yeah, <laughs> you you recognize this kind of stuff. So so what? As I have this uh, structure, I know that every time I'm I'm uh, having an idea, every time I, I mean you will see me ride the bicycle around made and then stop in the middle of the street because I need to write something <laughs> that I just got an idea about because I know I forget it otherwise. And so I just always know that everything I need to do is written down somewhere. And that gives me the greatest feeling uh, in my stomach about, oh, I know that what I need to do is written down, it's taken care of so I can go to weekend uh, with great consciousness, uh, stuff like that. So that's how I, I do that. But the first way, and maybe maybe this is a little bit untangible when you hear about it, but the first thing you could do is very tangible is to sit down for 15 minutes and write down everything you need to do. It's called a mind dump. You just write down everything you can think of. So that's both in your private life and your professional life, everything you need to do. And then you need to structure it into two different lists afterwards. What you need to do somewhere in the future, don't know when there's no deadline, and what you need to do in the coming week. And then you have to revisit this every week to see what am I supposed to do this week. And you could gather from the future list and from the week list and then structure it like that. That's a great beginning to do that
1: so what program do you use for that
2: i use the program called to do It. yeah so, uh, yeah, the, yeah it's a free program it's in the browser it connects all the devices yeah it's very easy and that's what i like about it there are so many tools that are very complex you can do all kinds of stuff great for teamwork great for everything else but this is just good if you are by yourself or at least i'm, I'm out i mean many of us are in in teams yeah but you don't need always you don't always need to structure all your tasks with the team so you need to know to do what, uh, you need to know what you do you need to know what to do yourself and so that's why you it's a great tool for me to have this just to know what I need to do and then it's very simple I just have what I need to do today what I need to do
1: this week what do I need to do in the future that's what I have makes sense I actually use something as simple as notes yeah. yes so whenever I have ideas or things that I have to do I have a list with things that I have to do in notes so I take it up put it in there And just means that I'm not worried about forgetting stuff. And I really relax in a different way. So I think it's quite similar. Very similar, yeah. It's It's, great. Especially if there's so much going on. Yeah. It just helps to be able to (laughs) put it down in your life. Yeah, too many things and it's good to get it down. Perfect. Mm -hmm. And what about your sleep routine? So I know you care a lot about sleep Mm -hmm. and we had some discussions about
2: that. Yeah. Great question. Um, First of all, I like to keep a very tight schedule so that I know that I'll always get up at the same time every day, plus minus half an hour. That's the rule of thumb. Uh, because in the weekends, for example, it's, it's tough to get up at 6 a.m. or <laughs> 6.30. Uh, so I didn't do that this morning. I went out a little bit later, even though the whole week I've come up like 6.30 or something like that. So that's, uh, that's the first thing, because it will help the brain to understand when it's nighttime, when I need to go to the deep sleep status and when I need to uh, be awake so it just helps the brain to understand when it's daytime, when it's nighttime. That's the first thing you need to do. It's a completely structured schedule for that. And again, I'm going to come
1: off as a freak and as a structured asshole. So for a lot of people, this is like crazy. I can go to bed at the same time and yeah. getting up at so. yeah. six
2: But But what you need to remember is just that if you screw it up in the weekend, that's going to influence the entire week the next week i'm sorry to say it, but the but the good uh the good news is that you will get much more hours in the weekend much more weekend hours yep. too if you get up early there you just need to get up and, and if you go for the morning walk in the weekend as well that will help you get the energy that feels which makes it feels like it's a little bit later and you're ready for the day earlier so that's. But you need to get over the first 30 minutes of the morning, in the, yeah. in the Saturday morning, Sunday morning, when you get up early. That's, that's a difficult one. But when you get used to it, it's much, much easier.
1: Yeah. So what? Else? So I think I actually might have learned that from you as well, the way that you make sure that you don't get that much light in. Yes. Just say a few um, words about, like, why is that so important? Yeah great question too um, so you can't see your girlfriend or <laughs> <laughs> I can uh, I live with my girlfriend so it's important cool I can see
2: her obviously um, I, I think that people underestimate the impact of light so the impact of uh, what we what we call um, <clears throat> uh, fake light uh, light that are made from people instead of from nature so I um, The problem with that is that we have all kinds of devices, electronic devices in our bedroom usually, TV, cell phone, Sonos, uh, stereo, computer, uh, phone charger, everything. They have these small uh, LED lights that will lighten up a little bit, not a lot, and we think it doesn't matter. And also we get some, often some lights from outside if we don't have the right curtains to keep that kind of light out. So what I like to, uh, uh, help people with is, is explain something about what, what how much this actually impact. And what people, what research has, has, done, has done is that they have, um, they have made this experiment about how much does it actually matter that you sleep in a completely dark room. So they put this uh, woman in her thirties, put her into a completely dark room. They have some uh, different gadgets, stuff like that they, they can use to, to measure the sleep quality. Uh, there's some different instruments to do that. And what they, they found is that, they, um, that the woman here, she sleeps excellent in the completely dark room. She is uh, going all into all the greatest deep sleep uh, stages of the of the night's sleep. She's also coming up again to the REM sleep and down to the deep and up again like that. That's a perfect curve for a good night's sleep. But what they do, uh, which is extraordinary, is that they put her into the same room the next night. But this time they uh, put a little... Red LED light on one of her legs during yeah. the night, <clears throat> and that's uh, that's what makes the whole difference. Because the next night, the next day, they can see that she didn't sleep nearly as well. She can feel that herself, and they can see that with all their graphs and instruments that they have used to measure this stuff. And people are wondering, well, why is that? She has closed eyes. She has a duvet on her during the night, and everything. So how can that matter? But that's simply because of the skin is all the time. We are all the time absorbing everything that is in our environment. So if we are seeing light, if light uh, hits our skin, actually, it's just like we, if we are exposed to it through our skin, through our eyes too, but uh, mostly through our eyes actually, but also through our skin, it will impact a lot because the logic about it is that we think that it's daytime. Our brain tells us hey, there are some light right there. And if you if, if, if you reverse to like a million years ago or maybe just a thousand years ago, we didn't have any lights that are unnatural. So we were used to when it's nighttime, it's a completely dark. Mm. So our brain gets completely confused. It starts to produce uh, these uh, stress hormones that I talked about earlier, cortisol, if there are lights. So we will get so distracted that we won't get high quality sleep from that one night. So I keep my room completely dark, yeah. no LEDs, no nothing like that. And then also 30 minutes before I go to sleep, I don't look at my cell phone or anything else like that. That's the main rule too. So that's a great way to gain much better high quality sleep. Instead of just thinking, I need to sleep seven hours. That doesn't help you at all. If it's poor hours, Yeah. go seven hours.
1: Yeah, quality is what I found is actually more important than quantity. Exactly. You used to always just look at how many hours could I get. Yeah. So, I know you use some tools as well for changing the lights on your phone or your computer as well. Yes, that's true. Uh, There is
2: something you can do if you need to to do the last 30 minutes of work just before you go to bed. Um, Then you can use a program called Flux. That's a brilliant way to reduce the amount of blue light that is coming from your screen. Because it's the blue light that creates and produces this cortisol hormone in your body and your brain. So, uh, so what it does is it just makes the colors different. It makes them warm, warm the warm colors on the screen. Instead, you can also use this for your phone. It's it's uh, just a setting called Night Shift. And you can also use this on your Mac called Night Shift. Right now, actually, I'm pretty sure it's on the MacBook as well. Yeah. But on, but on Windows, Windows computers, <laughs> use the program Flux. It Does the exact same thing. It's programmed to uh, adjust after your uh, time of the day. So at night, it will turn up the warmer uh, colors of the of the screen. Yeah. And that's what helps a lot. So that's a way to to get out of that if you need to. Also, if you just need to watch a a last
1: episode of of
2: something on Netflix or whatever with your girlfriend, that's also helpful.
1: That's important as well. Yes. I'm using Flux as well. I just heard about the other day something called Iris. I'll send you a link and I'll link to both Flux and Iris Mm -hmm. in the show notes. But it's apparently supposed to be a little bit more strong than Flux. Oh, so uh, some of the big biohackers like Ben Greenfield and some of the others are moving over to using Iris instead of Flux, apparently. Oh wow! What about the Netflix setting? Do you know it's more powerful there? Or? Actually, I don't. No, um, I don't watch that much Netflix to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't uh, I'm so boring that I don't even have a Netflix account. <laughs> uh, believe it or not. Uh,
2: but uh, it's just everyone else that I've already had but, <laughs> it <makes> me...
1: <laughs> but yeah it's, it's good to figure out like how can you still watch your series if that's important and that makes you happy mm-hmm. if it's something that will make you relax and ready for the night's sleep where you just need to slow down your brain
2: if you're working all day yeah. that's what helps for me sometimes
1: I think that leads over to another question or something mm-hmm. we discussed earlier the whole balance mm-hmm. of doing you can do all the things in the world to make sure you optimize yeah but like when it can actually also take over the control of your life instead of being in the present Yeah. So what are some of your thoughts on that, like doing all the productivity stuff versus Mm -hmm. just being present? Yeah,
2: because as much as this is a bliss with all the information, it could be a complete nightmare in order to structure and prioritize. Well, I have all this information about how the brain and the body works. What am I going to do about it? What am I going to choose to do? What am I going to choose not to do? And uh, what am I going to do about it when I know something could be wrong with my brain right now, but I have to live with it? That's one of my personal problems that I, if I get, if I don't get the right sleep, then I will tell myself, oh my God, you can't be, you can't be uh, productive. You can't perform that uh, important presentation you have later today. So that's something that you definitely need to work with if you go into this uh, stuff. The important thing is though that I keep uh, also telling people is that If you are making decisions from an informed standpoint, where you know what there is, what what sort of information that are there, um, then it's, uh, and then you can make a conscious choice about what you want and what you don't want. Then that's the most beneficial for you and the people around you, I'd say. Mm. So that's what I also tell myself when I'm there. I'm like, oh, I didn't get the right amount of sleep. I can tell myself, well, if you didn't know about how much it mattered, you wouldn't care anyway and I know that I can perform because I've done it before, and all these kinds of things that you can always tell yourself. And you can also still, I, I still eat candy sometimes, <laughs> I know it's bad, of course I do, because it's a part of life. So that's what I like about this stuff, is that uh, you can you can uh, use conscious decisions in this field when you are informed about it, and then you can choose what do I want to do and what do I not want to do, you can make these choices. And that's the most important thing of all, because when I'm, when I'm out there, as a consultant, talking to people about this, then the last thing I want to do is tell people what they need to do. Hmm. I want to understand what is the current situation right now. That's what I do one-to-one as well with leaders. I talk to them about, well, what is your situation? Is there something you want to change? Are you frustrated? Because if you're not, if you think everything is fine right now, then don't change anything. Just keep living your life as you do it. If it works, then don't change. That's my number one point in this whole podcast is that if it works, don't change anything. But if you walk around, you feel this much greater potential to have more energy, do more things, you want to achieve greater success, you want to stop being frustrated and annoying and uh, flip out on your girlfriend or boyfriend when you get home, then you maybe can focus on some of these different uh, aspects, mental performance and personal effectiveness. Then you can, from an informed standpoint, take, make a decision about me. these three things, it's what I want to change about my life, and then you get something out of that.
1: Yeah.
2: So that's one of my main. Uh, and yeah, I need to find the balance between how much do you want to go in all into this, and how much do you want to take a step back. What really is make make a conscious decision about what I, do I need to focus on from now on to be the best version of myself, and what do I need to just say, okay, that's not me. I'm not going to experiment with that. That's fine.
1: I'm not perfect in this area, but I'm going to focus on these three things. Makes sense. So before we round off. I think we can continue talking for many hours. I don't know we'll continue talking after this <laughs> as well, but to make it easy and digestible, uh, we we're not going to continue for hours. Potentially, we can do another episode again. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, I'm ready. <laughs> if you had to give one to three suggestions, mm. yeah. I think you've already given a lot of suggestions, and it might be one of the ones you already mentioned. Mm. What uh, what would that be? Yeah. Well, the first one is more meta, Yeah, uh, but
2: it's going to be into... To look at your life. Uh, What am I doing with my life right now? How am I living it? So how do I sleep? Uh, What's my morning routine? How many hours of the day am I working? Uh, When do I go to bed at night? And then just make a conscious decision about, is that how I want to live my life? If yes, then don't do anything else. If no, then what do I want to change in these things? Maybe it could be, I want to get to Maybe I want to work a little bit less. It could also be I want to work more. It could also be I'd like to go to sleep a little bit earlier, but then to get a little bit uh, up a little bit earlier too. So I get the same amount, but just uh, in a more accurate uh, night time sleep I get. So, I, so, I'm, so I'm going to be off of the sunrise, for example. So that's number one. Hmm. Make a conscious decision about how do I live my life. How do I want to live it? Then you can go into uh, practicalities about uh, what do I want to change then? What's the tool I'm going to use? And then the, definitely the first tip would be to use the Pomodoro Technique as an effective tool. Because as much as I can keep preaching about it, it's all about life quality, one of the things that will actually help your life is to just get some structured work, including your day. You will just feel that you will be less, a lot less stressed about a task if you know that it's just taking only two hours instead of five. And maybe because if you work in an organization, you have a boss that wants you to make all these things happen, you're completely stressed about it because there's just too much on your plate, then this will help you to get more of it done. And uh, also in a better... uh, It's also going to make you more energized for the rest of the day, actually, because you get all these breaks with five-minute interval breaks. So that's number two. And number three, sleep in a completely dark room. (laughs) (laughs) Just try to focus on uh, eliminating all these different LED lights, lights from outside, get it blacked out um that would be number three yeah so it it has been the ones that I talked about that's because that's the most near to me right now the best most effective also from the research uh, areas that have been the, the things with the most evidence uh that will work on your personal effectiveness and performance that are those three things right there so
1: there you go cool thank you very much i already got the dark room yeah i considered where i want to go but i'll definitely try the technique with the 25 minutes. Do it. That I've heard about it so many times now, so that would be my thing at least to go implement straight away. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Where can people find you and get in contact with yeah. you more? Um,
2: I think I'll say LinkedIn. I like to connect to everyone. I just find so many very interesting uh, relations, connections through LinkedIn. And that's where I put all my podcast stuff in the work as well. Um, so yeah, definitely check it out. Nils Bihom and
1: LinkedIn. Perfect. I'll make some show notes as well so people can find you. But highly recommend for anyone out there, go connect with Niels. You'll find he's extremely pleasant to talk to. He's always fun to be around. And listen to his podcast as well. It has some great episodes if you're understanding Danish, of course. If you don't understand Danish, it's kind of lost. But for (laughs) all the Danes out there, it's uh, it's really worth going through. And we'll put some links as well. But where can they find it otherwise? It's on minecast.dk,
2: uh, minecast, and uh, you can also find it on any podcast app, actually. So just search for it
1: there. Perfect. So, Nils, thank you so much for uh, spending the time with us today. Thank and, you so uh, much. Niels. It's my pleasure. I'm definitely going to take some away from this. Thank you so much. Thank you.